Oh, hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to the show. I know it's been a while. It's been a red-hot minute, but we're back. It's Ed, and it's Sean. In case you haven't forgotten, we're geeksters. That's right. We're back. And welcome to this episode 341 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hello, Ed. How are you this fine evening? Good. How are you? I'm all right. Just getting my stuff. Uh, uh. That's right. So, uh, what's new with Chicken? What's happening? What's new with Chicken? What's happening? Um, not much. <laughs> okay. We had two weeks off, but... Uh, you didn't do anything in these two weeks? No, nah, I mean, I've been collecting movies like usual, and, uh, you know, I've been... Uh, um, that's about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've, been just, I've, I've, I've been vegging in front of a television. Yeah, I mean... And buying I, shit and not watching them. <laughs> that's exactly right. I mean, like, I've been watching Pluto now because there, there's more and more channels are coming up. Uh, Pluto? Oh, Pluto okay. TV, it's an app. Uh, Pluto on, Nash, the movie? Uh, and it's an app. It's called Pluto TV. It's on the Roku, cha- uh, Roku stay. Yeah, it's also on that PlayStation 4. I think I downloaded it for a little while. Okay. Well, they have, like, the James Bond now channel. So they have old James oh, Bond episodes. Oh, fancy. Know, movies, so I'm watching that. And then, uh, I, I've been he, watch- he has them all on Blu-ray. Yeah, I do. <laughs> no, I don't have them on Blu-ray. I'm on DVD. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's too big of a purchase to, to buy on Blu-ray. Um, but uh, you know, there's just, like, other movies and stuff. That, and it's, like, stuff I've seen. It's not like, right. you know, I'm not venturing out. Like, you know, I've bought new movies. Right. I have new movies. I was kind of hoping you'd see one tonight because it's Whoa. extra recording. It's on a Thursday, not oh, a Sunday. Well, what was the what was the planned movie tonight? Did you want to see? Uh, uh John Wick three. Oh, okay. Did All you right. see it? Uh, no, I started watching it on the Fire Stick. Um, I what I kind of do is <laughs> um, today, last night, Stacey and I were watching the second uh, Grind, uh, the, we call it Wizarding World: The Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. Um, what we what I've been doing lately is I've been noticing on demand like when a when a movie comes on demand I'm like oh that's a movie I want to see it must be on the fire stick <laughs> that's how we saw like it's why we saw Aladdin uh, what we watched was a good copy of something it was we were kind of like hey this movie's now on video on demand let's watch it on, let's see if there's a copy of like uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters I was like well, that's out on video now let me go see if there's a good copy yeah there's a great copy and I watched that you know it saved me uh, a little cash to be able to go oh yeah all right I'll watch that and then I decide whether or not I'm gonna buy it oh yeah um so John Wick 3 was on there, and I started watching it. The problem of, of it is, honestly, is I feel like I need to go back and watch John Wick 2. Because I feel like John Wick 3, I think, starts right where John Wick 2 left off. Yes. And it's like, okay, how did John Wick 2 end? Okay, he's going to be excommunicado, I think. And, and it starts with him being excommunicado, and then people are hunting after him. Right. And it it starts off, It's I mean, I watched maybe the first, like, 45 minutes of it I think maybe half hour and it's just one fight scene after another and after another and after another and while we're going this is awesome this is great what the hell's going on why what, what, where's the plot right. other than the fact that he's run away he runs to see Angelica Houston's in it for uh, maybe 30 seconds I don't know I don't know what else role play she plays he walks in and I guess he 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 was. You kind of find a little bit better of his background. I guess I'm surmising it. Yeah. Because he goes to a woman who helped raise him in a in a home uh-huh. and made him like part of the assassin stuff, and he had to break a seal. 
you know, cash in, uh, cash in chips to go like, hey, I want out of this life, get me out of the country, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, are you sure? Because once you leave, you can never come back, and then everything is going to be gone. Like, you're done. You're like, you're dead to everybody now. Right. And he's like, I want it. And then she's like, okay, we got to get him to the, you know, you have to get to the, the ship at a certain time. And next thing you know, he's on horseback running that punch of people on motorcycles. And I'm like, this is great. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> like, and I felt really weird about it because I'm just like, I like the John Wick movies, but this one was kind of like, all right, maybe I'm just getting tired because it's like two o'clock in the morning. Let me just let me just turn it off and I'll go back to it sooner or later. But a part of me is like, I'll probably go after it after I get watch John Wick two. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm like, all right, well, uh, you know, that, that's I started watching it, but like I said, I kind of bailed because I, I was getting kind of confused. It's kind of sad. I'm like, punchy, punchy, kicky, kicky, shooty, shooty. Oh, look, there's knives. Thunk, thunk, thunk. All right. Why is he running again? <laughs> I'm like, I guess it doesn't matter. Maybe it does. Like, he's like, I could watch his movie. I could watch the first movie all day long. Second movie, too. I'm like, these movies are great. Yeah, punchy, punchy, kicky, kicky. Yeah, yeah, shoot, 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 shoot. But then when it starts off with all that, you're just like, wait, what? Yeah. Huh? Like, how do you get to this point? Really? Like, okay. Like, I'll just maybe, like, sometimes you have to wait for that to unfurl. Like, sometimes you're, Lethal Weapon 2 is a perfect example. Starts off in the middle of an action scene. Right. And you you learn about what's going on over the course of that action scene because there's two people talking during the action. With John Wick, there isn't a lot of talking. There's a lot of, whoa, dude, pop, pop, uh, knife throw, whoa, dude, I shot you in the face. Look, I got a hatchet. Oh, dude. Now I'm on horseback. It's awesome. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) All the roles he's playing. Doesn't matter. When all the roles he's playing, he so sounds like it. (laughs) Yo. Excommunicado? (laughs) Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I think I owed that once. Oh, isn't that like Mario's brother-in-law? <laughs> Excommunicado. I owned a condo once. Oh, I was surfing. Whoa. <laughs> I know horseback. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, hey, I'm going to do the show just like this all night long. Whoa. Super excited. Dude, what else did you do this week? <laughs> I'm going to have to strangle it. I can tell you what I did. What would you do? I went to the Wizarding World. I went to the Philadelphia, well, Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, I went to the... Thank the, God. The, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, I need a drink now. My throat's got to hurt. That was just hard to listen to after all. <laughs> the first few hits is great, and you're like, oh, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah, the reason why we didn't have a show last week is I thought we were going to have a show. Yeah. But Stacy, um, during the week, Stacy showed we, li- we like to go to the Renaissance Fair. We try to go every year. Sometimes it doesn't work out that way. Right. But they do themed weekends. This past weekend was a Wizarding World Hogwarts um, Horcrux Hunt. That you know um, this weekend, and you, she was like, "Can we? We gotta go." And I'm like, "All right, we'll go. Like, fine. Uh, You know, we'll go because we used to go in the morning, and we're back." She's like, 
it'll be done by like three o'clock the the wizarding world thing i'm like okay the hunt i'm like oh, that's great go get done bob's your uncle back home come do the show right right so we get there, and we got there like around 11, because I didn't realize that it... I thought it opened earlier. Maybe it's because it's a Sunday. I don't know. It opened up at 11 and was over at 8. And I didn't, I was like, well, we're not going to be that long. It doesn't matter. Like, right. as long as we got there when it started, <clears throat> it was me, uh, Stacy, um, my friend Mark, his wife Jess, and their son Holden. I've talked about them in the past on the show. Mm. So, we, you know, Stacy wanted to get all, like, not dressed up or anything. Yeah. She wanted to make sure that she's a Slytherin and she's very proud of it. And she'd be like, "Don't you say nothing. You're, you're a Slytherin too." And, and I am a Slytherin as well because we went to the Pottermore website and we, you know, answered the quiz. And her and I are both Slytherins. She's very happy about it. I'm indifferent about it. Yeah. You know. So yeah. Okay. So I'm the bad house. Whatever. What's you know, big deal. So she wants to, you know, she wanted to make sure that she was dressed to the nines. Almost. She she got herself like a Slytherin T-shirt, like. Uh, like a uh, from Hot Topic had this big snake on it. And it's slit. It's really like you know she when she got um, Death Eater tattoos, temporary Death Eater tattoos for herself, and there was extra, so she put one on me as well. So th- Sunday, I'm walking around with a big giant Death Eater tattoo that probably went from the the bottom of my wrist all the way to the middle of my arm. Yeah, <laughs> she, she. I was like, I'm. I'm, I'm not my first time wearing a temporary tattoo. Yeah. But I mean, I was a kid. Hey, look, little Spider-Man, lick your arm, yeah. you know, <laughs> to make sure that it goes. Um, so, I love he did the action. I did the action. And like, explained it on radio. That's awesome. Um, so she was. She thought it was weird because Stacy's got like 16 tattoos, I think, yeah. at this point. I don't have any. So she said it was really weird to see something on my arm because she, she's like, it's strange. I'm like, eh, whatever. Like, I'm not thinking anything of it. Um, and then she, during that past week, she wanted to make herself a wand. Okay. And this is where it gets, it's a, a snowball effect happens. Okay. Because I had a brown plastic hanger. So she thought with her, with her idea that she was going to break off the bottom part of the, the hanger. Worked fine. She kind of whittled at it and she made it. It was, it was not a bad looking wand. Yeah. All right. Um, also, too, on this Pottermore website, if you don't know, um, it's run by it's it was made by J.K. Rowling, so everything's official. Harry, like if you were part of the Wizarding World, this is where you're. You right, know, this is where you would go. This is where you would go. Find out information, and you also have you know like you can find out what kind of wands you have, what Patronus you have. I have a um, uh, Sparrow is my Patronus, by the way. Okay, um, and my. My wand is twelve inches, slightly rigid. I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> and he it, can dream. It's got, it's got like um, dragon, like a dragon's feather or something, a phoenix feather. I don't know. It's, it gets real. Stacy would be like, oh, why don't you go somewhere? Anyway, um, so she went to make herself a wand. I'm like, all right, it looks nice. And then she wanted, she thought she could do better, so we went on to Joanne's. Um, Joanne's Fabrics. Right. And she was like, you know, I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be cute if you made, like, you know, you can make me a wand too because we're, you know, we're a couple. She's like, oh, that's a great idea. And I was like, shit, this is going to cost me money. Because <laughs> <laughs> the other one was she was doing it by herself and she was, you know, hot glue gun and stuff and she had like, you know. It she was, already had all the material. She was, yeah, like, she was just kind of futzing around. Happy, she was happy keeping you busy. And you I like, just make a joke. She went to go to Joanne, Fa- Joanne Fabrics to try to get something to kind of, to accent the the one she made and I made a comment I was like oh great and she was going to use another um, 
Hanger. Hanger. But she didn't think that we it'd be it wouldn't look as good. So while we're at Jordan's Fabric, we wound up buying like they had these little. Uh, I don't know. I should have taken a photo so I can show you. But she like we wound up getting stuff, and I wound up getting these twelve inch long like little dowels. Yeah. You know, so she could actually, you know, work on and sand. We got sandpaper. The whole thing probably cost me like 20 bucks, maybe, if that. You know. So you uh, could have bought a cheap Harry Potter I wand for 12 right, bucks. If not even that, I probably could have found one, you know. Yeah. Or she made one for nothing because she just broke a hanger. Yeah. You know. Um, but what she did was, I, I'm, on all, and I'll be honest, to her credit, the wands came out because she's very creative. Yeah. Um, the wands came out great. I yeah. mean, my wand, I really liked my wand because it was simple. It was elegant. I even actually, in Joanne's fabrics, you can, it's like very artsy and crafty and stuff like that. And yeah. we were walking by this island that had this, for those people who don't know, we're nerds, Slytherin is a very predominantly green color. Yeah. So I found this really dark green copper wire. It's really, it was really cool looking. So I showed it to her and she's like, oh, that's real nice. I was like, yeah, you probably can like, I like for my wand, you can actually just kind of wrap it at the bottom to, for, for like the grip. She's like, "That's an awesome idea." I'm like, "Thank you." Like, <laughs> um, and she, she, I was like, "I don't." Want, she got like these green like little like uh, necklace things that she broke apart for her. It's like at the very back of the wand, she wanted to have like a pommel, you know, for the pommel yeah. part. She wanted to have like a, um, a ball at the back, so okay. for like for like weight. Right. I was very fine with just looking. You know, she was going to paint it black. You know, and I was like, "Fine, you can just leave mine alone." And she wrapped the the wire you know for the pommel right. and she got um masking tape and she kind of rolled it so that it would like, look like two like little circles for like the pommels it was really nice it was actually i still we still we still kept our wands she made hers which she got like little jewels it's very very flashy yeah you know and very gaudy i'm gonna say and she it's <laughs> very blingy very it's it is very blingy but when she showed it to people like you know she snapchatted and everyone was like oh my god that suits the two of you perfect because hers is very like hello and mine's like hey, what's up like <laughs> whatever <laughs> like mine's very simple and elegant and smooth and it's kind of look it looks pretty cool you know hers is like flashy and blingy and it's got like you know some of the wire p- copper wire in it but she's also got some green um you know material on it and these like little shiny diamond things on it green it's gaudy, you know, <laughs> but it is very her, and this one's very me. And we walked around kind of the whole, all, you know, the Renaissance Fair. Kind of, mine was in my pocket. She dropped hers though because I don't know why she she kept the heavy end out of her pocket so that when she walked, it kind of fell out and she kind of broke it a little bit. Like some of her jewels kind of fell off. Uh, mine was fine because I was smart enough to know she had to tuck it in my wallet, you know, yeah. keep it in my front pocket, you know. Like, <laughs> so I just kind of whip it out when I'm like, hold up. Ho ho! Like, <laughs> <laughs> so the whole time, you know, we're walking around, and the hunt basically was just um, you go to you you start off at the information booth, and they give you because you have to register. Only 100, 150 people registered. She asked me if I wanted to register, and I said no. And right. my feelings about it was, I'll go with you. I'll watch you have a good time. You, Mark, Jess, you guys, because was eighteen years of age or older. I was like, you guys could have a run around and have a great time. I don't know what's going to involve in, but I'm not that big of a Harry Potter fan. I would, I would, I would rather my quote unquote spot be given to somebody who's a really big fan, who's really going right. to enjoy themselves and really, you know, work at whatever it is. I'm just going to go around, and go where we got to go, yeah. what we got to do, find whatever. Like, I'm not going to get swept up into the the, the whole 
thing about it all. Right. So, so, so we we get there and they give us like a little bag and it's got like a little um, token. It's in it's in Latin and you have to kind of figure out like where to go. You have to use your phone almost to figure out unless you're really fluent in Latin what it means, and it's a clue of where you need to go. Like one place was uh, called like uh, Flying Fairy Suites. You know, it was that was the clue. And you kind of look, you needed, you, it was really helpful if you needed the map because it tells you what places were. And we found that there was a place that sold marshmallow shooters, like the like, little um, crossbows that shoot marshmallows. Yeah. And Mark was like, those are flying sweets. And I was like, oh, okay, let's, let's try there. And sure enough, there was a clue there. You know, and we, you know, that other clue would lead us somewhere else. And then there was like six to kind of, six coins to kind of catch. Mm. And at the very end, you had to wait around to like 3.30. To get you know your to tr- to pan them in, it took maybe like an hour to do. Just you know walking, and it was all like in the shops because so like it was like you had to kind of walk into the shop like the place where the flying marsh. You had it was very Disney World. It's like oh you're on a ride, you gotta go through the gift shop. <laughs> yeah. One person did that. Like everybody else was like the first place we had to go to was the glass breaking place. You know you yeah. buy something, you break it. Yeah, and you have to go like Octavus Reperos, or you have to go whatever the thing coin says, and they give you the next coin. You know, and you're like, all right, you know, whatever. <laughs> just give me the next coin. Yeah, you can't. You gotta just, say it. You, you, you gotta say it. You know, you gotta be part of it. And that's, again, that's, I'm glad I wasn't like Mark <laughs> just and Jess did it. I'm like, just give me the fucking coin. <laughs> like, what? Puncho Faso. <laughs> Is that Latin <laughs> enough for you? Puncho Faso. Carpe Coinum. <laughs> <laughs> Seize the coin. Give it to me. so uh you know but it was having them you know i actually felt like i did participate because she would get the coin and we would mark would figure out what the latin meant and and i would start looking through the thing going i think it's this one like it's one was like furs i'm like there's a fur place here it's right a couple doors down let's go look and you know that's that was my, my my contribution was i'll i'll help you know because i'm what else am I going to do? Just stand there and look at people in bustiers? You know, like, cause that's what you do. You just look at people. You have half-naked people running around talking in the Queen's English, yo. <laughs> hey, chip, chip, here, yo. Um, so at the end, we had to meet. And there's, I never I never saw the mayor before. This is the first time I got to see the mayor of the grounds. Yeah. You know, and she was very sweet. But she was very, oh, I see you all help the ministry. You know, very, very theatrical because that's her job. Right. And at the end, there's people from the Ministry of Magic show up, and like they're like in cloaks, and and they're sitting there waiting there. And you walk up, and you give them the coin, and you give them the coins. So they make sure you have all of them. Yeah. And they give you a pin that says Ministry of Magic on it, and it gives they give you a, a food voucher, <laughs> and then they give you, <laughs> and then they give you, uh, what do you call it? A blue. <laughs> Lottery ticket. <laughs> they give you a food voucher. Good. I mean, he's fine job, except for steak and steaks. <laughs> I know it was for anything. I uh, Stacy got like it was good for any of the places that was on on the list, and yeah. all of them were on the list. And it was like, like Stacy got one, Mark got one, Jess got one. And I'm like, shit. If I would have known there would have been a free meal at the end of this, you would have signed me up. Like because they didn't tell you what was like at the end. Right. I was like, shit, if I would have known, I would have told you to sign me up so I could have gotten, you know, I want, I, Stacey did post a picture of me with a turkey leg. You know, I was either going to get a turkey leg or get myself a cheesesteak. And I'm like, who, 
Wait, Stacy, but do you really go to the Renaissance Fair if you don't have a turkey leg? <laughs> I was like, it's a good point. I'm going to get myself a turkey leg. I would have gotten that for free if I would have participated, if I had my food voucher. Stacy, they had like a Mexican place. She wanted to try um, like the pulled pork pineapple thing. And, you know, it was that and a drink, you know, which would have been like fucking, what, $2,000? You know, because they, they, they keep you trapped. Right. It's it's one of those, it's one of those things where you're, you're in there and you, you don't want to yeah. leave because it's, especially the Renaissance Fair, the nearest place is across the highway, but it's a big parking lot. Yeah. Like, so by the time you leave the, the ground fairs to get out the gate, I mean, you can go back in with a stamp, but you have to go all the way across yeah. the parking and lot, then, really far, and then cross this busy highway to get to this yeah, hotel. It's, yeah. And then you're, you're, you know. It was pointless. So, you know, so you're kind of trapped in there. So her meal was free. I want to pay nine bucks for nine bucks for my turkey leg. Nine <laughs> fucking dollars for a turkey leg. Jeez. I'm like, all right. But we also got this. Disney prices look like. Yeah. <laughs> we also got this kind of like 32 ounce like bottle that you could walk around and get refilled. It was like three dollars for soda. Water was free. Yeah. It, water was super free because there's a water fountain right outside the privy. You know. And I was like, <laughs> filling up, filling it up, free drinking all day long. Yeehaw. You know. Um, but we got to see like different shows. Like normally. The last time Stacy and I went, technically we got engaged because that's where we got her ring and all yeah. that stuff. So she wanted to see certain things. We like we like Stella's uh, Circus Stella, mm. you know. So we had to make sure we had to at least see that once. Um, and then you know we walked around the grounds and like three thirty three thirty came. They gave us the stuff and there's like, hey, this little raffle is going to be at the end of the show. And you're like, oh, the end of the show? What time is that? Eight o'clock. I better text Ed. <laughs> hey, guess what? Sorry, no show tonight because I'm at the Renaissance Fair. Wee! You know, I mean, and so we, uh, and also she was kind of happy because she never saw the jousting part. Okay. You know, so she got to see the jousting part. She was upset because we sat on the good guy's side, not the bad guy's side. It was, it was, you know, like, hey, it was red and blue versus black and purple. And she's like, man, if I would have known now, we would have sat on the, on, on the bad guy's side. And I'm like, uh, you're kind of tired. I don't think we would have made it that far. <laughs> I know it's only like 30, 40 feet away, but whew, our dogs are barking. There's a lot of walking. Um, in fact, by the time we get home, she she has she looked at her phone. She walked 10,502 steps. Wow. You know, and she's like, that means you did too. I'm like, probably more. There was a couple times I sat down. You made me go get stuff for you. <laughs> <laughs> So we stayed till the end. Um, we didn't win the prize, but here's the problem: there can only be one. Well, it was okay. First of all, we at one point we were we weren't really sure, you know, we were, if we were going to stay or not. But the problem is, Stacy's now wearing this Ministry of Magic pin. Yeah, people who were leaving identified her as someone who might be staying till the end. So we started getting all her. We started getting all those people's raffle tickets. Oh, so it was like, hey, are you going to be staying until the end? Because we're leaving here. Here's the raffle tickets, and Stacy started feeling super obligated. Now she's like, now we got to stay. Like she's like, I kind of I was thinking about going home. Well, the odds, although the odds are better. Right, in your the favor. odds are there's only 150 people. Right, you yeah. think it's going to you know the odds keep? Yeah, well, sure, we'll take those tickets, no problem. Yeah, like Mark and just gave him there are tickets, but Mark did like a little ripped. He's like, you know, in case we do win, I want to make sure that's our ticket that won. So he kind of like ripped his a little bit just to like so we can look right. <clears throat> and then people were coming up to us like, are you, are you staying to the end? Because here's our tickets. She's like, thanks. You know, and I'm like, you're not, now you're locked in. Like right. when three people come up and give you like four tickets a piece, you're locked in. You yeah. can't, you know, 
She's like, all right. So after the joust, we walked over to the, where the end game's at and we're watching. They did like a cute like Saturday Night Live kind of recap. They had like a host. Never seen her, but she kind of played like um, they kind of gave them all these these people like kind of a, a Harry Potter-esque feel to it. Mm. You know, like even William Shakespeare was there, but they all had wands to kind of do like these jokes and stuff. And it was very funny. It was probably one of the funniest bits I've ever seen done because they played it like Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live. Like she was like a host. She's like, so here's this. Remember this happened? And you're yeah. like, oh, okay, it's kind of cute. And then, hey, everybody, here's a band. And they come out and play. Yeah. The funny thing is, there was this cute little little kid, and this little girl. She can I always remember this girl because she was a blast to watch. Whenever there was music, she'd run up right, and she'd start dancing and you know swinging. After they coronate the queen, the queen's dancing. The queen, you can see the queen lock eyes with the girl and have like this big smile. Like it's kind of why we do it, you know. Like yeah. there was this moment of all those rough days pay off for something like that. Yeah. So then they go and do the drawing, and the drawing was um, a glass-blown pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> have a big smile on its face? No, it was, it was a jack-o'-lantern, but it was, it was made of glass, right? And it was a tchotchke. <laughs> it needed the money. Oh! Um, <laughs> so I see an eight-year-old with me. Did you get it out? <laughs> I had this surprise look on its face, like oh, <laughs> it had its own face. Uh, oh, <laughs> Jack, oh, lantern. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's it's the prize, and you know, Stacy's got like a nice handful, like maybe like twelve tickets at this point. Wow, right? And we don't win. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> that sucks. But you know who won? The little, the little girl. girl. Her parents won, and you know no one knew what it was going to be. <laughs> the little girl gets it, she drops it. Well, that, well, that was the funny. Like, she was kind of like she would run up and dance, and she'd run back. And when they announced it, her dad was like, "Oh my god, it was us!" So the girl starts running up, and the guy, dad's like, "This is a quote." Oh no, that's glass. Never mind. <laughs> and gets up and goes over and grabs it, and you know, it's like, "Oh, thanks." And like everyone's clapping, like, "Hey!" And then back on with the show. And then we kind of like left, you know, somewhere at that point, and we wanted to. Stacy and I like to try to um, find different ways of going home. Most of the time, it's like, hey, I don't want to pay tolls. Because okay. to, to drive out there, you know how much it is now? No. 15 bucks. 15? 15. They fuck you at the, on, on, the, on the, what do you call it, the, the turnpike now. Wow. So Stacy was like, you want to see if we can find a, an alternate? Like, how long would it take us to not do tolls right yeah well really one toll really yeah because you get on you get off and you pay um and i'm like yeah sure let's let's find out for shits and giggles it only normally the ride takes about an hour and a half yeah it added maybe like an extra 20 minutes onto the ride without doing tolls and i'm like that's fucking nothing yeah like i'm already in the car for an hour and a half what's another 20 20 minutes minutes? right so i'm like all right well let's try it out the only only thing i have is as a driver I get a little nervous when I'm doing something I've never done before yeah. at night because it is a lot of nothing out there. Yeah. Um, no street lights, two lane highway, like, you know, you, them. And I'm like, is a deer going to pop out? Deer going to pop out? You know, please, no deer. Please, yeah. no deer. You know, and the ride was actually kind of smooth. What I thought was kind of interesting, though, is it's something kind of real local. Not, I'm trying not to be too local. I start off going north, yeah. you know, my day to hit the turnpike by locally in the Chamonix Mall. 
Right. Right. There's other stops in the way I could have taken, which probably would have added more time onto us anyway to get there and cut down maybe the cost. Right. But came to come home, it kind of made me do like this almost circle, like from where I was at, the roads that we took wound me kind of below my house. Like, so I actually wound up having wound Go up going past your house and come yeah, back I kind of came down and around and like wound up going north to get home. And I'm like, ah, that's fucking weird. Like, you know, <laughs> I was like, not once did we hit south. It was like all <laughs> east. And next, you know, I'm like, hey, we're, we're it, it made us hit like you know again locally, King of Prussia, but it took like the. The long way home. Yeah. And King of Russia 76, which is, you know, the shithole Kanjahakan curve. Oh. For, you know. Yeah, you don't want to go to Kanjahakan. Yeah, right. So you're kind of driving through, and it kind of got a little crazy there. But I'm like, it wasn't too bad to, to drive home for free, if you think about it. It yeah. saved us 15 bucks, you know, ultimately. Because I'm like, you figure the tickets cost like almost 50 bucks, I think. Because you save a little money on. Um, buy them on, online. Buy them online. Right. It's like four bucks a ticket you save. But just to get through the door, you say you get a ticket's one thing, you need them. But to just be before you walk into the door, you're spending fifteen bucks, thirty if you want to take the turnpike home. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, whatever meals that you're trapped in there eating. Like, oh yeah, yeah. That's that's part of the reason why we don't do the Renaissance Fair as we would like to. Like we were gonna go this year again. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like we haven't we haven't been in there I've been to the Renaissance Fair. I think the last time was with you, and that was before you right. met Stacy. Yeah. And uh, and before that was like even years before that, and it was just like it's just the expense. It's just like you know, I'm like I'm like for what, like you know, and then like like the food you get sometimes it's like you pay so much money, and I'm like it was like a little burger, you know, and that's yeah. it. Like you don't get fries and a drink, you know, like that's extra, you know. And you're like really, like, yeah. It was it was definitely like a lot of that going. Like, do I want a seven dollar bowl of mac and cheese? Yeah, I, I no. And, <laughs> and then and of course me like like <laughs> like me like. I needs to buy something. Like, <laughs> I needs to buy something. <laughs> to make it worthwhile. Like, if I drove like an hour and a half one way and a driver an hour. I'm coming there. home to Chachki, goddammit. <laughs> and it's like, you know, and it, it's, it's expensive. Well, that's why Stacey and I have, have kind of our Chachki every year, every time we go, not every year, every time we go, is to get the refillable mug. It's like a, you know, hey, Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. It's like a commemorative cup. And that you buy once, yeah, I have like a like a hundred of those, right? You know, and and for like the rest of the day, it's like, hey, here's some water. You just keep getting refilled, whatever, you know. But this year they didn't have them. All they had were these glass jugs, and I'm like, oh, let's say we're getting a glass jug. So our our glass jug is now the change holder. Like <laughs> it used to be a, uh, um, I can't believe it's not butter tub. <laughs> <laughs> you upgrade it. I upgraded to a glass bottle. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a fun time. I mean, I didn't like no craziness, no shenanigans. I came in outside of the, the whole. I had more of a time. I actually, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not here for the wizard. So I'm gonna just be. I'm gonna be Mister Interactive." Like yeah. I, I was asking like when we needed, you know, to figure out where places were. I would talk up to the old lady like, "Hey, Miss, Ma'am, can you please help us?" And she'd talk in her old English, and I'd try to you know play along like yuck, 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 and you know then. At one point, these two guys came over to me in character going, Sir, have you seen... We we seem to have forgotten what happened last night. And they start giving me... And one's like got like a, a reef around his head. And, and I'm like, well, maybe... He's got a cut in his arm. And I'm like, well, I think I know what happened. And they're like, well, what? And I'm like, <laughs> let the magic happen. <laughs> so I'm like, well, it looks like you guys got into a fight. What do you mean? I'm like, well, there's a cut on your arm. Oh my god! Like really? I'm like, look, and you're also you have an empty bottle there, so you must have been drinking right before you got fighting. Oh my god, you're absolutely right. I can't believe it. 
And I was just like, yeah. And and the guy's got like a um, a thing around his head, like a. And I'm like, and I think you guys got married. And they're like, <laughs> wow, what makes you think? I'm like, clearly he's wearing the uh, ceremonial wreath around his head to tie you guys a holy matrimony. So what I think what happened was is you guys got drunk on your wedding night. Somebody insulted your bride, and you got into a fight with them. <laughs> and, <laughs> And they were like, "Oh my God, you're a genius! That must be what happened. We need to find the person we can." I'm like, "I'm like, and you probably won the fight." He's like, "Why?" I'm like, "Clearly, you're standing. You're fine. You need to find where that guy's at." (laughs) (laughs) He's like, "Oh my God, you're absolutely right. We need to find him. Thank you very much, kind sir." They both leave, and I'm like, "Stacy, Mark, and Jess are standing." I'm like, "What?" (laughs) Like, I'm having fun. (laughs) And then Stacy and I were walking along, and. The whole story is the Queen is getting Queen Elizabeth the First is getting coronated. Mm. You know, we didn't know it was Queen Elizabeth, but there was like you know, there's a scene where the princess is, and this guy comes walking up. He's obviously part of the show, dressed all in black, and he starts, oh, "It's my, it's my cousin. She's such a la," and starts really like throwing a lot of shade. And of course, Stacy loves shade and tea, so she was playing along, and he was very like, "Oh, let me tell you about this," and really into it, and she was loving it come to find out that guy's the ultimate bad guy in the show and she was like oh, like he winds up being the guy who's trying to over he was trying to kill his cousin so he can have the king over the good of britain right. and of course at the very end the everyone makes up and they're all like oh yeah we're fine yeah lovely 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 but it was very funny there was very funny because there was a little girl dressed like a princess having a full-blown conversation with this guy like he was walking and talking and she was like really into him and he was really into her like like just chit-chatting it was kind of fun to watch and then you you're watching the play, and there he is as the ultimate bad guy leading the bad guy charge, and like, oh, we should have really sat on that side. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was it was a nice day. Um, outside of that, I mean, work, 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 work. You Hello, know, boys. It was the only rest I've gotten. <laughs> I'm trying to think. We didn't watch any movies recently. Well, you know what? I wanted there was something something we missed a while ago. Yeah, well, the Thursday night movie that right. we saw the last time, which was like weeks ago. We saw the movie Glass, mm-hmm. you know, for for the first time. Shoot the glass. Sorry, that was a diehard reference. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we watched Glass. Yes. What did you think? I liked it. I, I liked it a lot. I, I apparently found out that it was not a very good movie. Apparently, like <laughs> I don't think it did well in the box office. No, it was office. very very low in the in tomato reading or whatever. Well, like whatever. Rotten Tomatoes and it's like thirty four percent or something. Like oh, that. it's rotten. Rotten. <laughs> According to Rotten Tomatoes, it's rotten. And, uh, you know, I was talking to people about it, and a lot of people didn't like it. And I was kind of like, I'm like, really? I'm like, and I'm like, I kind of I kind of figured out maybe why. Like, you know, Because was, of the ending? No, no, not because of the ending. It's because I think we were saturated in superhero movies. Mm, okay. That you kind of, you kind of used to the, the Batmans and the um, Captain Americas you, and all the different A various. lot of the pomp, a lot of the flash and not a lot of the character. Right. You're right. And this is a character story. I mean, this right. is a, this is a truly like a build up story and it's, it's an M. Like Shyamalan picture. Sure. So there's a twist and there's always a, right. you know, there's something that's completely different and. When I saw it, I, th- I thought it was brilliant. I mean, I, but like I could still like take myself away from the other like Marvel yeah. DC stuff and and sit there and go, all right, now remember Split because we saw Split not like, right. a few months ago, and right. I still kind of remember Unbreakable for the most part, and it, you know, so it all it all tied together as a trilogy, so it was like perfect. And it was just like people were like, yeah, it wasn't that good. I'm like, did you did you watch the other two? Did you? you yeah, know? like I don't I don't. I don't know. I enjoyed it too. I thought it was very good. Um, 
Uh, it was kind of slow, but that's the um, that's unbreakable slow for me. Like, oh, and, yeah. and Split wasn't a fast-paced movie. They they were very his movies kind of a build-up, so you have to kind of expect a ride. Right. It's not going to be over quick. You just kind of have to let it. You have to let the story breathe. Right. You know, like where is it going to go? I was very impressed that he was pretty much able to get all the all the cast back together. Yeah. You know, I liked how it ended. I, I thought like, oh, okay. Like it. Unfortunately, it ends with kind of a ta-da moment that I always feel like you're never really going to get to see the aftermath of that. Right. You Unless know, they come up with a fourth movie. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I don't. I don't know if Shyamalan F. Knight has that in him. I just don't. I think he kind of reluctantly made this trilogy. I feel like because he said at the end that Unbreakable that there was never going to be a sequel. So all of a sudden here, Split that turns into like a surprise. It's kind of connected, and then I'm going to follow it up with a sequel or. Well, it was the thing. Like, like to me, Split was more of like you could have not put that cameo ending in mm-hmm. there. And it would have been a perfect film on its own. Sure, and that's why that's the M. Night Shyamalan surprise. Like, surprise, motherfuckers, it's a sequel. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a parallel story. Like, oh. And then, yes, I'm going to get them all together. Oh. And it just didn't do well in theaters. I think it was nice. I think it was a perfect bow to an ending. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, I mean, I could see why when you're looking at, you know, Batman and Iron Man and Aquaman and The Flash and all those guys, and you're going... Yeah, there's a lot of talking in this photo. Not a lot of fighting. Yeah. Not a lot of superhero comics. It's more like, hey, we're going to be... Uh, it's like if Kevin Smith did a, a superhero film. <laughs> a lot of sitting around, a lot of talking. <laughs> About the stuff I can do and what makes a hero and what makes a villain. And yeah, maybe there's some punchy-punchy. And then all of a sudden, surprise ending. You're like, wow, all right, cliffhanger. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, a lot of talking. <laughs> I was all right with it. I liked how it all tied in. That was nice. Yeah. Uh, what else would you like to add, Ed? Uh, well, speaking of movies, let's uh, let's do the top five. Sure, Ed. What's in the top five movies of the week? All right, top five this week, kids. Number five was number four movie of last week. Well, this is actually from so when you guys listen to this. This is not this weekend's totals. This is last weekend's totals, by the way. I forgot because we're recording this on a Thursday instead right. of a normal so Sunday this, night. Okay. So this is between the sixth and the eighth of. Okay, of, of September. September. Yeah. All right. So number five was the number four movie of uh, last week. It was uh, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. And I keep forgetting that movie is out. I right. keep wanting to say Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> Calvin and Hobbes, <laughs> completely different movie. However, <laughs> I would gladly see uh, The Rock dressed up as Calvin and and recall it. What's his, Jason Statham's Hobbs Pops, yeah. as a fluffy t- stuffed tiger? Whoa, Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that made three point eight million over the weekend, and one hundred sixty one hundred sixty four point three overall in the two weeks release. The six weeks release with a two hundred million dollar budget, so that is not doing well at all. No. Uh, number four was number three of movie of last week, Lion King twenty nineteen. It made four point three million over the weekend, and five hundred twenty nine million point two million bucks in eight weeks with a two hundred sixty million dollar budget. <laughs> Expect Lion King one and a half. <laughs> That's right. That's the next movie. You got to do Lion King one and a half. I you hope so. Here is. Have you seen it? The Lion King. Yeah, of course. Okay, I heard that it was kind of meh. Like meh, it, meh. Like it was. Here is the problem most people have with the movie is that when you do photorealistic animals, they don't express the way you want them to express. Right. So that a lot of the stuff that was impactful in the cartoon wasn't as impactful in the movie because it didn't have the emotional facial thing of the cartoon. 
Like you could do the big eyes of scariness if if when you're scared or you can see tears falling down and you know like crying tears or you know like all that. So I don't know how it played. Like I don't know you're you've you saw it. So yeah, I, I mean it, that's a good that's a good point. Um, see the thing is is like like emotion is half face half voice. Sure. To me. Right. And the voices were on for okay. it. So you kind of lose yourself in the imagination because you still look at this and you go, it's, it's fucking talking adults. Right. Hey, look at this. I can't date. Don't, not, not throwing nothing to yeah. nothing, but that fucking line just talked. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. And I'm sober. <laughs> like, I'm just, just saying. Like, Hakuna Matata. <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. So you kind of... You're, you're sitting there going, I'm watching talking animals. <laughs> fucking Dr. Doolittle. Impress me. <laughs> Put on a show. Let me see Othello. <laughs> is it Othello or is it, I think it's Hamlet? <laughs> you talking about it. Man. Let me see Shakespeare with animals. Uh. <laughs> Look, they're talking. <laughs> I think it was Hamlet. But anyway, but it's just you You watch this and you, you – no, I think it's Othello. Now. I think it's – no, I know I, it's Hamlet because the brother – Kills the father to become king and marries the mother. Yeah, okay. Right, yeah, it's, 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 it's Hamlet. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, anyway. To be or not to be. <laughs> Came out from a talking pig. <laughs> Warthog. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> this version of to be or not to be. That's the question. Hakuna so, kind of Matata. <laughs> but that's like... like to me, it was like you know you you hear the emotions because I have to say like some of the some of the times the, the lips didn't move. Oh, you know? so you that's kinda, bad. You know, so you kind of last go, thing you want is like a, is like a mumbling. I'll, 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 I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I think Disney was lazy on this one, and it still <laughs> made a fortune. Like Disney's like whatever. Yeah, you know what? Half the shit you're not even not even lips are even moving. We're just gonna have them stock photo. <laughs> <laughs> Just standing there. Look, they were there. They were so tight on time. They actually just have a card of, of that I bought the a Target. Cat, the, <laughs> mirror, the mirror cat was to moon, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like sometimes, he, like he just you just sit stand there. Played by know. Seth Rogen. No, Seth Rogen was Pumbaa. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to moon though. <laughs> to to moan, though, and this one was a little. Lighten the loafers. Well, Nathan Lane, who did the voice for the original Timon, is a little light in the loafers. Yeah, but this one, the person who did it, you, 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 remember, remember the remember that video of the honey badger? Yeah, the voice you heard. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> he just doesn't care. That guy, his honey badger just doesn't care. <laughs> okay, he just rips in the shit because he doesn't care. He's got no fucks to give. <laughs> That's the voice you hear. I, I, I'm like, did they get the? Did they get the honey badger guy? <laughs> I don't know because the guy who who is the voice of of Pumbaa and Timon is um, uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Cha 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 cha. Wow, he is Billy Eicher. He's uh, he's plays Timon and he is flamboyant himself. Yes. So it's it's like all right. <laughs> but like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, nothing wrong. Uh, but but it's just like you 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 kind of you you. The thing is, you think of Lion King, you think of the cartoon right away, and you right. think of the voices and what you hear, right? Right. And some of the voices are, you know, because you... right, because it's not, it's not what's, it's not um, Ferris Bueller, it's not Matthew Broderick, right. it's Donald Glover, right. it's not whoever that is, it's Beyonce, Pumbaa, Scar is also played by a completely different person, right? John Oliver is played is playing Zazu, yeah, which I know? thought was the 
bad choice of the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, what's I called? like Rogan Axis. Like, Rogan Axis, do it. he's still alive. Yeah. Fucking get him. Yeah. You got James Earl Jones to come back. You got John Connie to play Rafiki again. What the fuck? Right. You couldn't get the you couldn't get the uh, the British dude. I'm sure his I'm sure his schedule was open. <laughs> Just saying, it's a voiceover. He could have done it. Like, yeah, it's an afternoon, pretty much. Yeah, I could it's do that. Like he's doing the whole movie. He's a cameo. Like he's in a few scenes, and that's it. But like, if you want a shot for shot remake, right of Lion King, except with photorealism right that's pretty much it like it was it was like a live action version of the blind game gotcha and it was i enjoyed it i i did i i'm you know i'm i'm i mean is it gonna be part of my collection Obviously. um yeah look look i'm not stupid it's gonna be part of my collection i can I'll probably watch on the fire stick just when it gets close to being out in video and i'll be like hey babe lion king's on let's watch she'll be like i don't know because she fucking tears her apart the cartoon i'm like you probably won't get it this time. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I. You know, it's not going to be an Oscar-winning performance, you know, right. like uh, <laughs> you're getting. So I mean, it, but it was, it was, it was good. Like, like I said, I, I, I liked, I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. You know, it, it's going to be part of my. It's going to be part of my collection, right? You know, and I'm going to move on. Am I, I going to watch it again? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just know that if it's I'm, on TV one day, and I'm like, hey, or or or, 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 or if I have Disney Plus, I'll be like, flip it through, yeah. and I'll be like, oh, there it is. Like, you know, it's, I'll watch it. Well, it's just collecting dust and sitting there on the. On the <laughs> yeah, because that's all of a sudden that's where the meme of we call Will Smith pops up with the arms out, going right. It's it's right here, like <laughs> like duh. Because <laughs> I'd rather watch a commercial. <laughs> Movie, then go to my DVD collection, pull it out, because if I don't buy it, I'm, 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 I'm. It's a prerequisite for being a Disney fan. I have to buy everything that comes out. Yes, so whether I'm going to watch it or not. <laughs> huh? You're going to buy that Lion King movie, aren't you? Or else, dead. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to wait longer in line yeah, at huh? Disney World? Give me someone with the fishes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, because we're talking about Toy Story Four. That's coming out. Right. That's out now. I think and and. There's now like a pin with it that comes with it, you know. It's like mm. I've showed my wife is a you know as a goof, and now it's like, yeah, we we should get it, you know, because uh, it's a, it comes free with the movie when you buy it through the movie club. Uh, of course it is. I'm I'm probably gonna wait till it hits video. If it does hit video, then I'll probably buy the box set. Cause I don't think I own any of them. I think I bought the Toy Story box set. It was like the toy box, and it was like uh, one, two, and three. Yeah, and I think I gave it to my nephew as a birthday gift. Like it was more like you know. It's like, hey, here you go, kid. Yeah. You know, I don't know why. I was like, maybe it, it didn't have something, or I just never opened it. It's just like, man, whatever. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what else? That was number what four. Number four. Number three was number two movie, Good Boys. It made five point four million over the weekend oh, and sixty six point nine overall in the two weeks or four weeks release with a twenty million dollar budget. So, <laughs> All right. Good Boys two is coming out. Uh, number two was number one movie of latest last week, uh, Angel Has Fallen. It made five point nine million over the weekend. And fifty three point four overall in the four weeks of release with a forty million dollar budget. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. And number one is a new release, It Chapter Two. All right. It I made no brainer ninety one million dollars over the weekend. Wow. Weekend. Good That's what's a total gross. I have no budget on that, but I'm sure. I uh, it's probably it was, had to be low budget. Yeah. I mean, not low, not super low budget. What they need to do with you know? It's probably like eighty million or something. Yeah. Like that. Maybe sixty. Yeah, probably, but you figure with all the marketing, maybe bump it up to 120 million. Yeah, you know, so it'll make its money by next yeah, weekend. Yeah, easily. Yeah. All right. Well, then, uh, 
What's coming out in video? All right, well, I'm going to do just real quick. This uh-huh. is this is give the, us the give us the the triple A titles. This is, these are the these are from the last week like that we, we missed. Uh, John Wick three chapter three Parabellum came out. All right, Aladdin came out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Being Frank, it came out. This is a one with uh, Jim Gaffigan. He's one of my favorite comedians. Okay. Uh, Supernatural season fourteen come came out. Uh huh. And Silverhawks. Uh, season one is out. Silverhawks. It's the old eighties cartoon. Oh, okay. So some right. fancy. So uh, that was l- two weeks ago. This is okay. Oops. It's, coming out this Tuesday. This Tuesday. This Tuesday. Uh, uh, X Men Dark Phoenix is coming out. All right. So uh, any X Men fans that want to, because you won't see an X Men movie for a long while. Yeah, and, and too bad it goes out with a whimper. <laughs> All right. Uh, Galaxy Quest: The twentieth anniversary is wow. coming out this week. As oh, well. fire in the hole. Oh, jeez, man. What would we show without it? <laughs> uh, these next two are just for me. Support <laughs> your local sheriff. Uh, it's a, a, a James Gardner uh, comedy okay. from the 60s, 69. Right. And support your local gunfire, which is the like sequel, sequel to it from the gotcha. 71. Uh, Doctor Who, the complete David Tennant years on Blu-ray. Mm. Finally hit Blu-ray. I know you were. I have, I have it on DVD. And, and you were you were wondering if it would ever come on Blu-ray? Yeah, and of it, course. It, it, when it, I already it. have it, uh, it's probably because how much it. Um, I'm going to look. I'm gonna look. I do not have prices. I'm going to look. While you're looking that up, I'm also just going to mention real quick uh, the old classic Doctor Who's Doctor Who: The Silver uh, Nemesis, uh, Image of the Pharaoh, Resurrection of the Daleks, and Nightmare of Eden. Are all coming out on DVD. These are all classic, like Tom Baker, okay. uh, different era doctors that uh, before uh, David Tennant and all them came out. Uh, Supergirl, the complete fourth season, is also out on DVD, and that's all the movies and television I have for this week coming out this Tuesday. The you gotta be 17th. kidding me! What's that? That can't be right. What the complete David Tennant is thirty five bucks. On Blu-ray? On Blu-ray? That can't be. It's like nine years worth of shit. Or, oh, you, fire in the hole. Can we get a quirk for your fire? No. Uh, price match guarantee. Um, it's weird. Really? Come on. Doesn't, doesn't... You probably paid more than that for the DVD. I did. <laughs> Fucking did. I think I paid like 100 bucks for it. I was like, motherfuckers. That's, that's kind of... Cheesy? Cincy? Yeah, yeah I'm, a little, I'm a little annoyed by that, but all right. All right, thirty-five bucks. A uh, fourteen-disc set. Wow, I'm gonna have to look into that. Oh, for thirty-five bucks. I mean, thirty-five bucks. I'm, that's a steal. I'm not gonna lie, because I like him out of all all the doctors. About all doctors, and then I like Smith next, but definitely, you know, there's the Doctor Who animated series collection. I wonder if. Uh, all right, because I know they have the. Um, Doctor Who Resolution, the complete seventh season. That's with eleventh series. That's fifty bucks. It's on DVD. See, that's the thing is, the woman Doctor, yeah, hers is going on DVD for fifty bucks. That can't be right. That unless it's unless it's on sale because it's coming out. Anyway, all right. What else you got? Let's move on to video games. Yes, let's AI the. Simeon Files I don't know idea PC, PS4 and Switch that's coming out this Tuesday okay Bus Simulator Bus Simulator Bus Simulator for the PS4 <laughs> and Xbox One that's coming out Tuesday I, I had to look at this like 12 times I'm like what simulator? <laughs> it's like Bus Simulator uh, 
Castle Crashers uh, remastered for the Switch. That's coming out Tuesday. All right. Destiny 2 New Light for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. That's also Tuesday. Uh, Destiny 2 Shadow Keep downloaded content for the PC, PS4, and Xbox uh, that's One. That's right. also coming out Tuesday. That's right. Groundhog Day, like Father, like Son. What? For the PC, VR, PSVR for the uh, this Tuesday. Groundhog Day? That's what it's called. Groundhog's Day, like Father, like Son. Okay. Next is Truck Driver, PS4, and Xbox One for two, uh, for Thursday. Right, that's a racing game. The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening for the Switch. That's coming out on Friday. Already? Wow. Already. Wow. Lego Jurassic World for the Switch is coming out Friday. Okay. Ninu Kuni. Ninu Kuni. The Wrath of a Wrath of the White Witch is coming up for the Switch on Friday. All right. Ninu Kuni Remastered Wrath of the White Witch is coming up for PC and PS4, and that's on Friday. Okay. Uh, then you have Pitoon's Party. All right. That's for the Switch on Friday. Uh-huh. Then we have the squat the squirm for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One on Friday, and Unlimited Goose Game for the PC and Switch on Friday. And that's all the games that are coming out this week, kids. Uh, this week being this week, this actual week, yes. Because Carly. you're missing one. What? Borderlands Three comes out actually tonight at nine o'clock at GameStop, but it means it comes out Friday the thirteenth. Mayhem. Unleash me? No, no, no. That, I'm talking the, the following week after the Friday the 13th. Oh, we already did Borderlands okay. 3 last week. Gotcha, well, we gotcha. were supposed to do Borderlands 3, but I don't do video games as a region. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Yes. All right. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's such a shit that's coming out. I will probably have a review on Borderlands 3 in our next, uh, our next show, which won't be this Sunday. It'll be probably the following Sunday because uh, sh- I'm, I'm hitting the funny season now. <laughs> the next few weeks I'm being dictated on when I'm supposed to work so now my schedule's like like usually I won't be I won't be coming over that Thursday this this following Thursday really because yeah because I have I'm closing that night you know I'm gonna have to can I register a complaint at game <laughs> you know it's like hey I got I got so I got a show to run you know and I'm talking about my job <laughs> like who it is and then uh, starting October 20th is officially holiday season. So I have to have all my holiday hires hired. Wow. And then it's full tilt boogie to the end of the year. What, until, what? until actually from for since retail to like February. I would probably take I'm, – I'm, I'm being advised to take a vacation the week before, like somewhere between October 6th to October 19th. Take okay. a week off like – or take some holiday time to get myself mentally prepared for the holiday. Because working in retail on the holiday becomes crazy. I recommend everybody doing it at least once. <laughs> <laughs> it's where you find out. It's where the cream rises to the top. Who makes it? Who does it? Crack some eggs and make a couple of omelets. <laughs> yeah, you get a lot of cracked eggs. Yeah, oh boy, do I ever. <laughs> All right, so... Um, we got news. Yeah, news. So let me just go back to where. Uh, 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 uh. All right. So trying to figure out where we let's see. Um, let's start off with Batman news. Okay. Okay. Robert Pattinson got furious over the Batman casting leak. 
Really? Yes. Uh, Robert Pattinson finally broke his silence while playing Batman Bruce Wayne in Matt Reeves' upcoming superhero tempo of the Batman. In a new interview with Variety, Pattinson sound off on his nerve-wracking casting process and what it was like to try on the Batman suit for the first time. Pattinson was confirmed by Warner Brothers for the role on May 31st, but his casting was leaked a couple weeks earlier on May 16th. Really? It's been that long? Yeah. Wow. It feels like yesterday. I guess no one's talking about it. I guess everyone's just patiently <laughs> waiting, sitting in judgment, just going, fucking better impress me, Twilight boy. <laughs> <laughs> Batman better not fucking sparkle, I'm walking. Um, the actor told Variety that the leak was excruciating because he thought he it might jeopardize his chance of landing the part. When Pattinson's casting was informally leaked on May 16th, the actor had yet to e- even audition for the role. Uh, he's like, when that thing leaked, I was fucking furious. <laughs> Everyone was so upset. Everyone was panicking for my team. I sort of thought that it had blown the whole thing up. Uh, Pattinson's been eyeing the Batman role for a while because he had heard Reeves' script focus on a younger version of Bruce Wayne. Uh, he's a quote. I had Batman in my mind for a while, he said. It's such an absurd thing to say. I sort of had an idea to do it, and I've been prodding Matt. <laughs> he didn't accept any prods. <laughs> I kept asking to meet him. Um, he, Reeves agreed to the meeting with Pattinson after the script was finished, but the casting leak made the actor feel like all the hard work he put into being taken seriously by Reeves might be thrown out. It was terrifying, he said about the leak. I was like, oh, fuck, does that does that screw me because they're so intent on secrecy? Uh, the leak did not <laughs> take Pattinson out of the running, but the audition process only got more intense afterwards. He uh, headed to the Cannes Film Festival where he was premiering The Lighthouse. Um, then, uh see... He tried, he tried the bat suit on for high stakes audition. This is maybe the craziest thing I've ever done in terms of movie stuff. I put it on. I remember saying to Matt, it does feel quite transformative. He was like, I would hope it does. You're literally, the, you're literally in the bat suit. Uh, he said, you do feel very powerful immediately. It's pretty astonishing. Something that is incredibly difficult to get into. So the ritual of getting into it is pretty humiliating. Uh, I've got five people trying to shove you into something. And once you've got it on, it's like, yeah, I feel strong. I feel tough. Even though I have some, some, some someone squeezing my butt cheeks in the, into the legs. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, Nolan famously directed Christian Bale as Batman in his Dark Knight trilogy. Pattinson confirmed with Variety that he asked Nolan some questions about the things to do with the bat suit, how to get more movement in it. Um, let's see. To be honest, it was less vitriolic than I was expecting. It was much more fun than your underdog. No one expects you, you know, because people are saying what his chances. Uh, Pattinson revealed that he once had an informal meeting with Marvel around the time of Guardians of the Galaxy, but only a superhero like Batman has ever really appealed to him. It's actually an interesting part, uh, the actor says of Bruce Wayne Batman. I think it's because he doesn't have any superpowers. Uh, It's set to be released on June 25th, 2021, Ed. All right. So what do you think? All right. Uh you know that's that's what sucks about this industry is the fact is that like at any moment and you know like one wrong move could do mm-hmm. could just just unsnap the whole thing and you just go really like all my hard work and because of this guy leaked it out right now Some, now someone th- talked right <laughs> and I, I mean I, I'll take a guess who it was Warner Brothers probably you like, think like because they they can't keep their mouth shut they can't they they because they want to go look what we're doing yeah. like 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 they they want to keep showcasing yeah. what they're doing because they feel that if they're not in the they're not in the spotlight talking about it then no one's going to talk about then it then nobody's going to talk right. about it and they make them nervous because it's like we're spending all this money and nobody knows you know and you go 
Well, if you waited it out, then you know. Then right. all, now the negative backlash has started. Now you're getting right. nervous because now you're going. This is not the way I wanted to go. You should have kept it all quiet and then just did a trailer, right? You know, and just be like, "Bam, Batman movie, boom, Robert Pattinson, Twinkle Toes is Batman," <laughs> and you'd be like, "What the fuck did they do? Holy shit, it actually looks really, really good." Now I'm kind of interested. Yeah. Rather than letting people spew about whatever they're going to spew now, because you still got to year and a half at least yeah before you even see a trailer you know a year at least right um i heard they did an interesting thing at the beginning of, of it is they put through in a um uh what do you call it a gotham city sirens um trailer in it kind of people thought it was going to be it and cuz it tied into the Warner's brothers logo and all that stuff right. and it turned into a um Gotham City Sirens trailer before the actual movie. Wow. I heard people said it was kind of cool, but it was still like, what? There's a trailer out there. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, speaking of casting, um, someone's coming back from the dead, Ed. So, Peter well, Cushing again? No, no, not Peter Cushing. Robert Downey Jr. reprising Iron Man role for Marvel's spinoff. Oh, all right. Okay, oh, this yeah. is from Fox News, so take it for what it's worth. Uh, Disney, Robert Downey Jr. Now that Disney owns Fox Fox News. Robert RDJ will reportedly reprise his Iron Man role for a new Disney Plus spinoff. It's claimed the Hollywood star will return as Tony Stark after giving his final performance in the Avengers earlier franchise this year. Spoiler. But it seems Disney, who hasn't fucking known that? It seems Disney's new streaming (laughs) service. This is the number one movie of all time. Um, But since... The streaming service offers the perfect opportunity to bring back the much-loved superhero. Um, according to We've Got This Covered, so again, take that for what it's worth, yeah. bosses are prepping the series based on Ironheart, the teenage genius who continues Stark's legacy in the comic books. It is believed Robert Downey Jr. will return as the voiceover capacity as his character will be an AI, similar to Paul Bentley's Jarvis, who will train Riri Williams to become a superhero. Uh, Ironheart was created by Marvel Comics back in 2015, but faced a bash- backlash for its inaccurate portrayal of young black females and for a lack of black female writers. So take that what's worth. Bosses later drafted a Scientolo- drafted it- bosses later drafted in Scientologist Eve Ewing when they launched a standalone comic for Ironheart in 2018. Earlier this year, the writer introduced Downey Jr. at a gala introduced him at the gala where he gave his approval for Ironheart to take over from Iron Man in the Marvel Universe. As well as the Iron Man reboot, Disney chief exec Bob Iger has already confirmed reimagining a number of fan favorites. Uh, Home Alone, Night of the Museum, and Cheaper by a Dozen are just some of the movies that will be rebooted for Disney+. Plus. The streaming service will debut in the U.S. in November and is expected to arrive in the U.K. next year. Uh, 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 What do you think, Ed? Yeah, I've actually I've actually heard about this not just from that source, but other sources as well. So I think it's more you know true that right. she's going to do this, and it, it'd be nice to see a continuation like with him, even if it's just a voiceover work, you know, kind right. of thing. And it, it, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, of course, though, like I'm I'm really nervous because with all these shows that Disney Plus is doing, you know, you gotta go. It's like we're gonna put everything, we're gonna shove it all in, you know. Like, <laughs> you know, you like, you like, um, uh, uh, 
Falcon and, and uh, Winter Soldier, yeah. they're going to have a show together. The 10 minutes they were together on screen, you got a couple chuckles at them. Guess what? We got 13 hours of them. <laughs> what? <laughs> all, all weekly. <laughs> Get used to it. One's going to be Iron Man, the other one's not. It's <laughs> 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 Captain America, the other one's not. Uh, okay. Do you like Wanda and uh, and Do you like Vision? Wanda and the Vision together? Guess what? They're getting a series. We know he's dead, and it's going to be set in the fifties. <laughs> Go figure. Let's <laughs> figure that one out. You know, it's 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 great that they're doing these shows, and I'm going to watch them, obviously. You know, because I'm going to see them because I'm I'm right. curious. But you go, you know, you had your run. You know, yeah. it, it's like money talks. You know, because a lot of these people apparently are coming back for doing voiceover work because that what if cartoon. Yes, where like you know, um, Haley Ant. Well, I think her name is the role who played Agent Carter. Yeah, she's coming back to do voiceover for her Agent Carter. For it's like, what if she was Captain America instead of well, not Captain America. What if she had the serum? It's not Chris Evans, right? You know, so you're like, all right, it's all cartoons. So why not have you're gonna have a cartoon with Riri Williams? All right. Like I said, Disney's got some of that fuck you money still. Like get get RG, get RDJ on his phone. How much would it take for you to do a couple series? Give you a, give me a month. How but, much? But that's the thing. That's the thing. Like 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 it's it's it, this this at this point you go. You know what? They can fucking do what they want because they're because people are like, yeah, you know what? I, I want to see Mandalorian. I want to see the new. Uh, this continuation of Clone Wars. I want to see all the other stuff that's coming out, like you know, type of thing. But generally, it's like if it sucks, it doesn't matter because I still get to see all the Disney movies, all the old TV shows, like 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 all the stuff like at my fingertips on my phone, on my Roku device, on my streaming stick, on you know whatever you know, like I think like all over the place that I can get it and and, and enjoy it. And it, like yeah, if the this, the new stuff doesn't work out, I still got this old stuff that I've like enjoyed for years and like can't see again like Chippendale's Records Rescue Rangers I can watch that again or, or right. Gargoyles or you know like other stuff like that there's, and there's like old 70s movies that were right. terrible that you go oh this is good for a laugh you know to watch you know like I think so there's so much of that content that's out there you go hey if this this doesn't work out doesn't matter yeah really you know it's gonna work out. Like I'm excited for the What If though series. Me like, too. I've uh, always loved that cartoon. That I'll, comic book's my, my one of my favorites. Yeah, I'm really excited about so, that. I mean, you know, so you get RDJ, and I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be great. It's you know, it's it's RDJ. You, you're not gonna get a crappy performance out of him. Right. It's just voiceover works. You know, you're, you're gonna get a good job out of him. And then you go if this. And I'm I'm just more worried about because it it's just like if it's not Iron Man, will people care? I think again, I mean, I know there's a small niche of fans out there for it, but. I think what you do is I think because it's such a very dicey kind of subject, you're bringing an Iron Heart to be the next Iron Man and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I think if you put Robert Downey Jr. attached to it, you go, okay, I love his character so much and he's going to be the voiceover. Okay, all right, I'm going to be in. And then you hope that the writing is good enough that it keeps you hooked. You go, yeah. you know, like, okay, you know what? He got me into the door. Like, let's face it, the only reason why I saw Iron Man was because he was going to be Iron Man. Right. You know, and I'm like, all right, I'm in. Watching the movie, it was a great movie. So anything else he did, I enjoyed it. So now, you, I was going to watch it anyway. You have him. I'm like, okay, I'm definitely going to check it out. And what you can do is, if it's to help her train to be Iron Man, or the next Iron Man, Iron Person, Iron mm-hmm. Heart, he can do a couple seasons. And then when she gets ready to become the full-blown hero, he's like, okay, I'm out of here. Right, you know, like here, I, 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 I made this for the next person. 
you know, and it's not me, it's going to be somebody else, and you can get rid of him again, you can quote unquote kill him off again, and then you'll be fine because once you hook the audience in for the the writing, right? I think that you know it's, it's a possibility. Yeah. Um, but speaking of casting, right? Um, apparently, you you do know that now. Kevin Feige has confirmed that Marvel's working on a Fantastic Four reboot. Yes. Uh, following the Disney mer- the Fox Disney merger, promising that they'll treat the first family the way they deserve. Presumably, this also includes Doctor Doom. Um, they are the studios apparently considering. Hmm, again, this is we got discovered the website. Right. Heard of a trio of names that are on the Marvel's wish list for Doom. Uh-huh. Um, Spectre is Christoph Waltz is one of them. All right. But the other two veterans of the X, but but the other two are veterans of the X Men franchise. This one I don't buy. The studio is apparently considering getting Hugh Jackman to swap Wolverine for Doom, or failing that, they may try to bring in Magneto star Michael Fassbender for the job. Now Michael Fassbender, I've heard multiple sources right. from. I can see him doing Doom way before Hugh. Yeah, I, I think not that I'm saying Hugh wouldn't love it, but I just. But again, I don't know if Fassbender will do it too because he's already had his run as Magneto. Like he's already—I mean, instead of being in a helmet, look him a full mask. You know, I don't—I don't know. I don't know if people can kind of separate that anymore. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I—you I, know, you—you—you—you're you're, you're correct in that statement. I think—I think it's a mistake if if any of those people. I mean, Christopher Waltz, maybe. No, you know what? Not Christopher. Waltz. <laughs> Because I, I, I don't know. I also heard a rumor they were thinking with Keanu Reeves. No, nah, that, that one. That Whoa, one. dude. <laughs> I'm Dr. Doom. <laughs> Sorry. I just, just realized. I'm like, hey, I can call that back. <laughs> Whoa. I'm Ruler Moon Island. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, that one I've never heard of. But the. But like, like. Any of those actors, I don't think, like, I don't think Disney Plus has that kind of money to get any of those actors to play that role. Like, like I, I like unless unless they're like, I, I want to work for Disney. Like, I, I want to, you know, I want to. Disney, wanna... if you're listening, I'll do the job. Yeah, of course you will. Of course, I'd be Doctor Doom. Sure, give me a no name guy. I'll work out. I'll do the gym thing. You know, I'll <laughs> hey, look. If someone's paying me to work out, yeah, <laughs> I'll put the time in. Sure. <laughs> I'll look good in the armor. Like mm, I won't do a voice. I'm just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> what's me, Doctor Doom? <laughs> hey, Reed Richards, how you doing? Get my, hey, yo, how you doing? I'm from Philadelphia. I'm da- Philadelphia Doom, man. Hey, yeah, yo, Sue, you look kind of fine, huh? Come on over, Sue. <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia Doom. Hey, how you doing? It me, it's me, Doctor Doom. I know it sounds a little funny because I'm from Philly, eh? Right? You know what you guys doing? Yo, go go down to Wawa and get myself some a hoagie. You know? and then we'll, we'll sit down with chit chat and you know, Sue Storm, I love you, baby. Yo, hey, E A G L E S Eagles, hey, hey, yeah, that's right. D O O M, Doctor Doom. Yo, who's in the house, Doctor Doom? Yo. Come on, come here, you. <laughs> That's the worst Doom ever. That'd be me. That's my take on Dr. Doom. So, Sean, now, here you go. Yeah, what do you think? I'm just thinking about just, you know, keeping him from keeping him local. <laughs> He's from Philly. He's deep, you know, South Philly. Hey, how you doing, eh? 
It's me, Dr. Doom. Is you, you guys going to be uh, going up in the space? Can I come with you? <laughs> you know, I got some hoagies. We'll get up there in space. We'll just eat some, watch the Eagles game. It'll be great. Phillies, you know, fuck the Penguins. You know, what the hell? We'll have a good time, right? Oh, little gamma rays. What the hell? What the hell's... Whoa. Oh, sure. You get the you get the stretchy powers? Look at me. I got nothing. You guys, you turn to the rocks. Dude. Hey, flame on. I got a cigarette. Why don't you light this up for me? Flame on. Sue Richards. How... Why? Why you gotta get the hottest girl the worst powers? You can't see her. She's beautiful. <laughs> I don't understand. Just, uh, where are we gonna land? In Jersey? <laughs> or go the shore? Yeah, going down the shore. We crash land in Wildwood. It'd be great. You know. <laughs> go to Maury's Pier. We'll have a few laughs, have a few drinks, get myself some pizza. It'd be great. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. They won't even recognize you. All the freaks going on there. You get that stretchy power. <laughs> you got you got a little Johnny Storm here. You can start all, you can start all the fireworks. It's great. It's great. I'm telling you, it'd be fucking perfect. Go to the art museum. Take a look at there. Give ourselves a fucking cheesesteak. <laughs> It's, oh, and, that's how, and that's how I would play Dr. Doom. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. You're free to go. Who's that wrong? <laughs> you know he's he's <laughs> part of his own island, you know. <laughs> hey, Philly's an island of its own, eh? <laughs> he's, 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 he's a ruler. Yeah, yeah, Philadelphia rules, eh? <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> we don't think that's the right look for him. Oh, okay. So he's got, he's, instead, of, he's got his Doom armor, right? But he's got an Eagles on the front. Like, you know. Like, like, the green. Like, in the back, it says Wentz. Because, you know, where are you at? You're in Wentzylvania, fool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you say an unkind thing about Pete Rose. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hated Vic until he became an eagle saying I love the guy <laughs> <laughs> hey how you doing how you, how you doing yeah <laughs> you're the worst doctor dude ever <sighs> anyway if it was Fox he'd hire you <laughs> yeah that'd yeah, be perfect for the Fox regime not Disney <laughs> <laughs> hey, does it help that? Oh, gosh. Oh, well, hurry now. Let's <laughs> talk like that behind the mask. Gosh. <laughs> <sighs> All right, well, let's see. Um, apparently, there is a new Harry Potter film in the works. Really? Yes, and we'll have the original cast. You're kidding. Uh, this is according to Yahoo Entertainment, Ed. Oh, that's legit. Uh, it's too legit to quit is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, they will be... Here you go. Um, uh, scroll up. We will be getting a Harry Potter sequel. It's a Harry, series of movies. The original characters are back. Finally, Harry, Hermione, and Ron will be back together as an adult mode. Uh, it will be a film version of The Cursed Child. Okay. Okay. It's been re- reported that Warner Brothers is going to adapt the film... The, the, Adapt to film the thea- theater version of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which has been a huge hit. 
This will actually be be an actual sequel to the original set of movies, which ended with Deathly Hollows Part Two. Uh, three big ones will be back. As far as you know, as far as all we know is that Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert uh, Grant, and Emma Watson are set to return, but that should be enough for to whet fans' appetites. Uh, we should add here that there's no concrete plans to share, but rumors aren't going away. So yeah. it's like, hey, we heard this, but they're rumors, but we're going to tell you anyway. Uh, we have this. Entertainment journalist Jeremy Wine has posted that Warner Brothers own, now owns the few, all future rights to Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Wien added that we shall expect a formal announcement September 6th. That's past. Yes. I haven't heard nothing. No. Have you? Nope. Yeah. Womp, 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 womp. But that, spe- I think it would be huge news, I think. I, you would think, yeah. You yeah. would think Daniel Radcliffe would be like, hey, guess what? I'm coming back as Harry Potter. Do Dad, it again. Do it again one last time. Get the band back together. Um, were you a fan of the show Farscape? For those of you people who don't remember, Farscape was a Jim Henson production on sci-fi where the guy was in space and he had a bunch of puppets. Not puppet oh, puppets. Oh, uh, right, 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 right. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. Apparently, fans may soon be able to return to the world of Farscape. Series creator Rockney S. O'Bannon and the Jim Henson Company's Brian Henson say they're working on a revival of the sci-fi series. The two were on hand for the Farscape's 20th anniversary panel at the San Diego Comic-Con. They say they've never stopped trying to bring Farscape back and tease that something may be on the way soon. Uh, This is a quote from Henson. For a number of years, we wanted to continue Farscape in movies. Um, He went on to say that the story they wanted to tell won't fit into a single two-hour block, so they've gone back to looking at television. O'Bannon assured fans were not done with Farscape. Um, For those who don't know, Farscape was an Australian-American sci-fi series produced for the Nine Network. O'Bannon created the series, and Jim Henson Company and Hallmark Entertainment produced it. The Jim Henson Company focused on the show's extensive uh, prosthetics and makeup. The Creature Shop even created two animatronic puppets as series regulars Rigel, Rigel and Pilot. Mm. Uh, Farscape was playing uh, to run for five seasons, but was canceled after its fourth. The season ended with a cliffhanger suggesting two of the core characters have been killed. Henson later uh, right. secured right. the rights to the series, and, uh, secured the rights to the series, and then in 2004 he directed a three-hour miniseries, Farscape: The Peacekeeper Wars. The series resolved the cliffhanger and addressed some other lingering, lingering plot threads. Uh, Farscape stars Ben Bowder as John Crichton, an American astronaut. Crichton travels through a wormhole and emerges in a familiar space, kind of like Buck Rogers. Right. He winds up aboard a living ship named Moya. The ship is crewed by individuals on the run from a corrupt authoritarian... Um, oof, I hate when they jump up. Uh, a military group called the Peacekeepers. On that same day, uh, Crichton boards the ship. The crew also picks up a stranded peacekeeper named Aaron's son. Uh, the rest of the crew includes a hot-headed warrior, an ex-priestess, um, a disposed emperor, a roguish Shanaian Moyes pilot, and the unstable Stark. So... They're talking about... And the reason why this one popped up is because the person who posted it um, is a writer for Disney. She writes these books. Mm. Um, in fact, Stacy was actually looking forward to... I forget the woman's name. Stacey would be able to tell you what else. She did these... Um, it's like the sisters' stories where they all tie together. Right. Um, the art cover... The art books... The books... The cover art for the books are gorgeous. She does like, you know, like for Snow White had the old lady... I had the, the evil queen, but when you open up the cover, the dust cover has the, the we call it the old lady in it. All right. You know, it's very, very, very beautiful artwork. Um, 
but she was supposed to be writing a series for about this show. And Disney Plus apparently canceled it before it even was going to even start getting filmed. Like, it was like one of those, like, Disney, lately I've been seeing a lot of news articles where Disney Plus is canceling shows before they even get put on onto the, the service. Right. But I think that that's kind of anything. They'll, they'll look at stuff and go, okay, that's not, well, not going to work. Because the show honestly reminded me a lot of Once Upon a Time. Right. You know, it's going to take place in, you know, how all these characters are interconnected. And I'm like, when Stacey told me about it, I'm like, it seems kind of cool, but didn't you already see that as Once Upon a Time? Like, she's like, yeah, but this is a little different because it's going to deal with, you know, all the, the bad guys and how. And I'm like, yeah, right. I mean, sure. Like, will I watch it? Sure. I'm paying a monthly subscription fee. If it looks good, I'll watch it. Right. You know, um, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, but they I mean, going back to the, the fall Farscape thing, I mean, it's just. I mean, like, who's going to pick up the check is basically what it comes right. down to. Like, now, Netflix, they, they released... I still haven't I haven't gone back to it. The uh, uh, Dark Crystal series that they, they put out. Right. And not because I don't want to see it, because it's just I don't, timing and all. But anyway, but, uh, you know, like, like, is it hopeful that there maybe Amazon will pick this up? And, you know... Who knows? I mean, and now, I, now... And that's the thing. Like, now with, with Disney Plus coming out, like, is this going to now... Right. You it's know, going to be the thing. You know, yeah, it's, it's going to be the battle because now like, everybody seems to be plotting, uh, pitting uh, Disney Plus versus Amazon at this point. Yeah, not Amazon, uh, Netflix. Right? Amazon. Yeah, but then um, I think Apple that, that Apple TV just started and it's cheaper than Netflix and it's going to be cheaper than Disney Monthly. Like, but I don't think anyone cares. I don't, I don't know about that one. I really don't like. They're not giving too much details into it. Right. It's, it's like you're going to have to buy into it. And you have to buy, the, uh, I think, a, a piece for it. So, yeah. you know, like, yeah. like, it's not like you can stream it anywhere. It's not like you can, you know. Uh, sure, we are on Fire Stick. Coming coming to a Fire Stick soon. No, it's not, <laughs> actually, because it's all Apple based products. Um, you'll find it somewhere. Trust me. There's, there's, I guarantee you right now, there's somebody going, how can we crack this? Well, yeah. I'm, I'm sure, but I mean, like the the odds of it cracking because yeah. Apple is very, you know, like there's no like Apple products that you You're can right. buy as as like a you know PC or you know You're base right. type stuff. So it's it's very very proprietary to its own system. So that's that's the thing. Like like it's not going to be readily available everywhere. So you kind of go, well, I don't have this stuff, so I'm not going to worry about it. And that's like only Apple users are going to be the only ones watching this stuff. And you go, well, you know what? They got Spielberg. They've got like a lot of big yeah, names. Yeah, they got some big and, names. Know, like, but I'm like, eventually it's going to come out on DVD or right. Blu-ray. Like, they, they, this is where I think like Apple's like missing the whole mark. You know, the whole thing. It's right. Like, you know, <laughs> like it's like eventually it's like 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 with the like the the uh, DC universe. You know, yeah. Everything. It's like, well, now I can watch uh, season one on DVD. Of, yeah. Uh, uh, the everything Titans comes of, out on Blu-ray or DVD sooner or later. Right. Um, now that's just going to start that uh, that article about Farscape Ed just yeah. kicks off. I have two more articles about the who asked for this. <laughs> Ready? Okay. Um, uh, this one is Dark Shadows sequel series in development at CW. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> who asked for this? <laughs> See. All right. So if what's the last time Dark Shadows like besides the movie like the well, series? That, I mean, that's you know it's. That's it, really. And the, the, what do you call it? The Tim Burton series, the TV, Tim Burton movie, Dark Shadows with Johnny Depp. A new entry in the world of Dark Shadows in the works at the CW variety is confirmed. Based on the original series created by Dan Curtis, the one hour drama Dark Shadows Reincarnation 
is described as a modern-day continuation of the strange, terrifying, and sexy saga of the Collins family of Collinsport, Maine. It's a mysterious, influential, publicity-shy group hiding a ghastly secret. For the past 400 years, they lived under a curse that bedevils and their bl- that bedevils their blue blood with every imaginable supernatural creature and horror. Mark P. Bar- Mark B. Perry is attached to write and executive produce the project. Tracy and Kathy Curtis will also be executive producers, along with a bunch of other people. Um, Warner Brothers Television will produce. Uh, the original Dark Shadows series aired on ABC from 1966 to 1971. That's what I was looking <laughs> up. Like, okay. yeah. It has over 1,200 episodes. It features a wide variety of supernatural storylines and creatures, but is perhaps best remembered for the vampire character Barnabas Collins, who was played by Jonathan Freed. It's also inspired two feature films starring much of the original cast. The show was then briefly revived at NBC in the early 90s, while the pilot for the new take on the series was produced at CW's predecessor, the WB, in 2004. Johnny Depp then starred as Barnabas in the 2012 film adaptation that took one um, a more comedic tone rather than the dark tone of the original series. Um, ooh, there you have it, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, who, who asked for that? <clears throat> I mean, like, 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 was the Johnny Depp movie like? I, I heard it wasn't that good. It like, was okay, I have, I, I, <clears throat> when, <clears throat> when the movie came out. My mom, when they announced the movie, my mom recently passed. My mom loved Dark Shadows. Yeah. She loved it so much that I, when they finally put it out on, on DVD, I bought the box set just to honor her memory because this right. thing is a fucking beast of a, of a box set. Right. Because it comes in a fucking coffin. <laughs> and, and the DVDs have Barnabas Collins laying in that coffin. And it's, it's, some of the shows are grainy black and white. And sometimes they didn't have, they just had music and like cards go this is what's going on that's how because they didn't save anything in right. those days so it's wild to look look through right. um so and i saw like after she passed away they were coming out with the movie i was like okay well i'll go see the movie like dad and i saw the movie i think we took my sister to go see it and it was enjoyable it was a tim burton movie right tim burton johnny depp you know what you're getting it's going to be dark it's going to be a sign of weird visually it's going to be kind of cool and it, and it was all that i think it michelle, michelle pfeiffer in it johnny depp yeah it was a good cast, and the movie itself wasn't horrible. It it did take on the because it's a soap opera. They did you. How do you translate a soap opera, a dra- drama soap opera, into a two hour movie? What they did was they they kind of overblown the dramatics to make it more humorous, because that's the only way you can kind of squeeze in a, a plot, right? You know, and I think they took like one of the plot lines from the actual series and created it into a two hour movie. Okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't horrible. It was like kind of like, all right, it's a Tim Burton film with Johnny Depp in it. Uh, he look, he's got long fingernails and a funky, you know, thing. So, all right, good for him. Um, uh, will I watch the show? I'll give it a shot. Give me a trailer, kind of thing. You know, like, <laughs> let me see what it looks like. It's if it's going to be on CW, it'll probably be a bunch of young people in it. It'll probably be some family drama. It'll be a love story somewhere. It's going to be very, it's very... It's all about feelings. Yeah. And, you know, oh, how I feel today. I don't feel like biting anybody today, Father. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And last but not least in the who asked for this category, face-off reboot in the works at Paramount. <laughs> Again, who <laughs> asked for this? Uh, the 1997 action movie Face-Off, which starred John Travolta and Nicolas Cage, is getting a reboot. Now, first, I'm just going to say... I love that movie. 
it's it's John Travolta at his Travolta ness, and it's Nick Cage. It totally uncaged, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a thing. Like like I I was recently I didn't see it uh, recently, but I, I I saw it once I think back in the the height. Face off. Yes. Yeah. And it was one of those things like like you look back on it now because I, I remember watching a video about it and all and I'm like, I think it was the hype like it was it was that time like in the '90s. Right. It was John Woo. He was a big director. Yeah. Um, and he had these things in it that you know flying flying white doves that were going to come up at some point. Yeah. Um, it was slow motion. It was at some point it was and every time he made a movie he had these things in it. It was it was his, it was his, it was signature staples, marks. staples or tropes that yeah. he added and you 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 always saw it but it was it was like be going with the Nick Cage and and John Travolta they yeah. were like the the the, the stars <clears throat> of the nineties like yeah, they, you'd always go see the Nick Cage picture or the John yeah. Travolta picture you couldn't and, you couldn't throw a rock without you couldn't throw a rock without hitting a, a John Travolta or a Nick Cage poster right it, they were in something whether it be a drama a comedy an action movie. Nick Cage went down the whole list of I'm going to be an action star for a while, and then I'm going to be a comic star. Like he was just in everything. Yes, you know, and I'm going to be an Oscar winner this year, and oh yeah, you are. And then I'm going to be a drunk, or yeah, now I'm going to be a superhero. You know, and and what was interesting is with Face Off, the plot is for those of you who don't know, um, bad guy. There's face swapping technology. Like you can actually take someone's face off and put it onto another person, and. Nicholas Cage, I'm sure uh, Nicholas Cage is the bad guy, yeah. and John Travolta is the good guy. Which normally the roles are usually reverse. Yes, and in this time around, it it kind of was because Nicholas Cage got to play John Travolta, and John Travolta got to play Nicholas Cage. Yes, which was it was it was fun to watch how they got their mannerisms. You feel like they had to have sat down and talked what they're going to do, or they're just fans of each other because it was it was it was kind of wild. Um, <laughs> so apparently Paramount has hired 22 Jump Street screenwriter Oren Uzel to pen the script with Neil Moritz producing David Perman who produced the David Perman who, who was a producer on the original film will excuse me will executive produce no actors or directors have yet to been aboard yet um, excuse me here's, here's the plot John Woo directed the original movie from Mark Webb and Michael Kelly's script Travolta and Cage played FBI agent Sean Archer and terrorist Caster Troy, respectively, who each took on the other's physical appearance via surgery in a complicated story triggered by the assassination of Archer's son by Troy. <laughs> Face-off also starred Joan Allen, Gina Gershon, and Alessandro Navillo as Troy's brother. The film, which carried an $80 million budget, was a solid performer with a $245 million global gross. Wu went on to direct Mission Impossible 2, Wind Talkers, and Paycheck in the next six years. Uh, Moritz is best known for producing the Fast and Furious franchise. Paramount spent uh, more than 15 years developing Hexall Ridge and received the Best Picture Oscar nomination for the World War II drama. Uh, Uzel's credits also include The Cloverfield Paradox and Sonic the Hedgehog. Why would you throw that one in there? <laughs> just, I'm just gonna say like that. You could have just left those two things out of there. <laughs> oh, I, will I see it? I don't know. It's I, I do. I do know. I have the Blu-ray at home. I kind of when I read the article, it makes you want to watch the movie. Yeah, because Cage is fucking insane. Oh yeah, as you, you at that time you thought he was like the he, there was something wrong with him yeah. mentally. Like when you watch that movie, you're like. 
something's off with that guy. But you, it's it's a train wreck. You you, you like not a train wreck like in a bad way. No, it's just a wild it, ride. It, it's just a wild ride, and you go, I gotta watch it. Like I I gotta witness this moment in time, and and that's what was one of those movies when you saw it, and you, you go, you gotta see this movie. Like that was one of those movies that you talked about yeah. and said, you know, you gotta go see this. You know, and I think I might have saw it a couple times because I might yeah. drag somebody else to go see because it, it was uh, so insane that you. Know, I saw it in the theaters. I bought it on. Laserdisc, I think. Wow. And then I bought it on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oof. That's slowly in my collection right now. Right now, as we talk, Ed, I can go home right now and pop it in. And like, boom, watch it face off. Face off. Um, all right. So I got a couple more articles, Ed. Okay. Uh, number one, uh, first, last week, it's a Spider-Man thing. Um, the head of Sony said that the door is closed. However, Sony offered a new deal to Disney. This was as of 10 hours ago. Okay. Uh, it, Sony offered 30% of Spider-Man and Venom in the M- MCU. Now, again, this is from We Got This Covered. Again, I'm not really ta- I'm taking this with a, a grain of salt. Right. We've seen reports surfacing that talks between the two studios aren't dead, and there may be hope for them to come to a new deal. If they were to shake hands, we could see Spider-Man remain as an Avenger and continue being allowed to make the mention of his late mentor, Tony Stark. If not, he's going to keep his trap shut while feeling nostalgic, but at least he'll be able to cross over with Tom Hardy's Venom. According to our trusted sources, the same ones who told us Marvel was developing a She-Hulk and Ms. Marvel show well before they were officially announced, the two parties are still talking. Currently, the current deal on the table is apparently for Disney to get 30% of Spider-Man. However, the agreement does ask that Venom be part of the MCU. At the moment, however, it's unclear if the Mouse House is willing to accept the terms. Um, let's see in fact people like Tom McFarlane and even Tom Holland had voiced their support for the said studio said the leading actor himself saying uh, there's a quote I truly had my time in my life in many respects they've made me dreams come true as an actor I think I've said this quote before um, meanwhile f- comic filmmaker and comic writer Kevin Smith meanwhile isn't as confident as, in Sony's ability to handle the franchise here's what he had to add to the discussion and I think he said this in either um, ba- uh, Fat Man Beyond or Hollywood Babylon I don't know, man. I saw Amazing Spider-Man too. I don't know if they're. I don't know what they're. I don't think they know what they're doing over there. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Ed? Well, you know, do you think these two kids will ever come to some kind of agreement? That's insane. Like, I don't think the door will ever be closed on this. Like, I, I don't. I don't think. I think. I think Sony. Sony kind of what like you know like. What we like, you don't want you don't want this like cheap deal. I'm taking my stuff and going home. Right. And then got home and going. What the fuck did I just do? Like, like I, I think I fucked myself. Like, <laughs> basically, what it was because like Disney's like, all right, well, you know, we had last with him, we can write around him, like you know, because the next phase, we don't really need Spider Man. We could, we you know, it would be nice to have him right. as a continuing character in the storylines and and you know, have him in there. But we don't need him. We'll just we'll just we'll work around it. You know, like I think. Yeah, we don't need those guys. We, and all of a sudden, someone sat down and go. What are you gonna do about that happy situation? Oh yeah, we can have it. No, you can't. <sighs> right, like, like, like they they probably had a writer go. You can't do this. You can't do this. Right. Like, you know, like, like oh, someone so- with a brain walked in. Go. You do realize you can't do this, 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 and this. Oh, so <sighs> you know you can't do anything with the character then. So we know what we're doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
And it's like, you know, and they're, and they're, now they're going, well, we'll give you 30% and we'll throw in Venom for free. Yeah, like, like, hey, we'll give you 30%. Guess what? You can take Venom away because we know you want them. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't, but <sighs> give us 50% and Venom stays in your pocket. No, 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 no. How's that benefit anybody? You get more money and we get to keep this guy? No, come on. How great it would be to see Venom fight Hulk. <laughs> the two of them never met. <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't it be great? Come on. Come It'll on. Be the first time on screen. We'll go 40%. Huh? <laughs> and we'll throw in Morbius. Because <laughs> we're not really sure if that's going to work out. Because we didn't get Tom Holland either for that movie. But we got the guy who played Joker. <laughs> no, not not the Oscar winner, Joaquin Phoenix. The other guy. The other Oscar winner. The one who was all tatted up and was like, ah, 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 and it's his laugh. Jared Leto? Yeah, that's him. That's the guy. 30 seconds from Mars? 30 seconds to Mars, Jared Leto? Yeah. He's going to sing. i got blood. I've got blood. I'm going to bite you. Blah. <laughs> Morbius. Ends credits. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, if I was Disney, I'd take the deal. You know. I, I don't know. Throw, throw Sony a bone. Part of me thinks Disney's going to be the dick. The dick in the relationship going, no, no, okay, you go make your movie. You'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're going to be like, no, no, that's, look, look. Doors are closed. We get it. We understand. You, yeah, you guys know what you're doing. Sure, go ahead. You know, and then the next movie does come, you know, look, ask, you guys, welcome back. You, now you want to talk. <laughs> now who needs new? Yeah, yeah. Huh? They'll just be like, 55, 45. Yeah. yeah. I'm 55. Uh, you know what? We're going to say, you know what? That 30% is still on the table. But guess what? That 30% is now yours. <laughs> we get 70, you get 30. You know why? Because your box office receipt says you did shit. <laughs> <laughs> you had to get Spider-Man out of his suit and then give him a third-tier character. You gave him Rhino again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you did. And you didn't even make Rhino interesting. Uh, so now... You want us to clean up your mess again. <laughs> so this is what we're going to do. 70-30. Us. <laughs> you brought in the shocker. Yeah. Nobody yeah, brings no. in the shocker. You brought in the shocker the first time. We brought him in, and we had him in for a little bit. <sighs> God. You guys put in the toy maker, or dot. You brought in the dot. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Jesus. What were you guys thinking? <laughs> oh. Okay, we got to clean this up. <laughs> Fellas, let's go. We'll just make it a fever dream. <laughs> what will happen is that whole movie will have, like, he'll, we'll start the movie with the end of that movie and we'll see him get, you know, snap out of it because he got hit with a, with a dart by what do you call it? He got hit with some sort of scorpion sting from the Sinister Six. And this was all like some fever dream that he was in. And he lost his powers for a little bit. And he was, he was helpless. And we wake him up. Action starts. He's healed. He's fine. Wham, bam. Thank you, man. We got, you know, Thor comes in, saves his ass. You know, or Captain America shows up because he's in New York. Or it's Sam Wilson because he's the new guy. Everyone's, everyone's happy. You'll thank us later. <laughs> <laughs> And you know why, Ed? For my last article, I think I got this off of, uh, I think your wife posted this. Going to Disney may help you live longer. 
<laughs> All right. Did you know about that? Ed? No, I don't watch my. I, I, think I, I, I don't know about like jackets of my wife. You know, the European Society of Cardiology studied over twelve hundred men who were at risk of heart disease. Um, the exhibiting ones were more following indicator high blood pressure, high cholesterol, being overweight, or smoking over forty years. Excuse me. Of those twelve hundred men. Those who did not use all of their vacation time from work were 37% more likely to die from those who did. Even if those who were still at risk chose healthier foods, got enough exercise, taking yearly vacation is has what is greatest impact on a longer lifespan. Don't think having an otherwise healthy lifestyle will compensate for working too hard and not taking holidays. Vacation can be a good way to relieve stress. Uh, so... Dr. Thomas Gilvich, a psychology professor at Cornell University in New York, has completed four studies on money and happiness. His findings, Ed? Yeah. Happiness comes from experiences, not things. Pfft, he hasn't been in my place. <laughs> the experiences that you and your loved ones have had at Disney help to create lifelong memories. Personally, having pictures and memories from Disney of a loved one that is no longer with me is absolutely priceless. Considering Walt Disney World is touted the happiest place on earth, what better place to help depression create memories and help you live longer? Taking, at the very least, a yearly trip to Disney may actually help lengthen your life. Brought to you by Disney. Who's paying for this article? <laughs> I, uh, apparently, I'm uh, looking at a... Uh, no one. This is, from, this is from Disney Addicts, by the way. So, <laughs> from their website. This goes back to June 29th, though. So I, it's not like they were like, you know what? We changed our mind. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it, Ed. Uh, you go to Disney, so you'll live forever. <laughs> um, you know, that, that's the thing. I mean, like, I know, like, uh, a lot of a lot of stories that my wife family talks about. Like, there's always a Disney story related to it. Sure. So, you know, so that's true. I mean, like, there's always a memory. And it's that's the thing. Like, you always remember certain things about Disney. And I will. I will always remember fondness of disney and when i go I remember the time it killed a man behind the uh <laughs> small world yeah it's um, a small world after all I just kept humming that tune as i got beating him over and over again with the <laughs> back of a walking stick that i bought it you know the jungle book ride <laughs> um you know and, 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 and it's it's true because i mean like i i feel <clears throat> like you always feel younger when you go there like because you want to try things that are there, you know. Because it's like you, you, if if you're a person that doesn't like care what you're, how much you're spending, you know, on a trip, like, you know, yeah, I mean, Disney is kind of expensive, but the thing is, is when you go, I think it's worth every penny, like, because they take care of you when you're there, you know, like that's the that's the thing you you always feel special, like when right. you go. So sure, so you know, so that's that's always a huge plus, and then like. Every every ride's an adventure. There's not one when you go, eh, it was okay. You know, like you walk off and you're like, eh, it was all right. You know, right. Like, you know, like some rides are more exciting than others, I will say, you know. But like even the rides that aren't as exciting, you still have a good time with. You, you still enjoy, you know. Like like I still like some of the older rides that I go to. Like I want to, I like to go on Peter Pan every time I go. It's hard to get on for some reason. You know, it's one of the original rides, but it's like, you know, and it's, it's a simple ride, but I enjoy it like highly cause I love Peter Pan, but like, like, you know, like even going to the, uh, 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 the world tomorrow, right. Uh, you know, I love doing that show. It's a four, 
stage show that you, you get wild around. It's air conditioning. You sit there, relax. And it's it's about history. So you, you know you learn about like right. like what was made at a certain period of time. Welcome to Disney. <laughs> you know, so you you there's there's always stuff that like like for everybody. I mean, you know, like there's certain rides that people like. You know, like so I know some people like want to go on Dumbo every time they go on there. Right. You know, it's a kids ride, but people adults still go on. There, sure. You know, and you know there's there's but there's there's a lot of great memories and there's a lot of things to do. So that's the thing, like. You could go to Disney three times and have three different experiences. Yeah, you know? <laughs> the one you remember most, the one time you got touched inappropriately on the teacup ride. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fondest memory I have. <sighs> it's the day I saw Winnie the Pooh take off his head and take a drag on his cigarette. <laughs> Scarred me for life. <laughs> I uh, see that memories. The time Chip and Dale both sandwiched me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Oh, those were the days. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, there's there, there's so many different experiences. You could go to different hotels and have different experiences there sure. because of the different styles there are and all that uh, kind of stuff. The day I threw up at the Polynesian Hotel, <laughs> had one too many Mai Tais, and I you know, I puked in a bucket of ice. Started doing the hula, and it shook too much. Oh, that pig that pig roast was a little pigged out. The pig roast, next thing you know, I'm puking in a bucket. <laughs> Memories. <laughs> <laughs> gonna live forever on these memories. <laughs> I you know, so you know, but that's the thing. You you feel like a child when you go. That's the 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 main thing. Like I I like I always feel like a young person going. Like I don't feel embarrassed. Like going into like like I I feel embarrassed going into like and get looking at toys and like buying a toy for myself. Right. Because I'm forty some years right. old. And then you, know, you walk in, you're like, yeah, what this action figure? And you're like, for your son, right? No, it's for no. me. <laughs> It's fuck you. You go to Disney. You can buy this crap. Right. They're not even gonna. They're nobody looks at you funny because they all do the same thing. They're all alive buying this crap, and they're like they might go like yeah yeah blah, blah, blah. like you know like I was in Japan you know at, at Tokyo right. Disney right, <clears throat> and, and they're like oh is this for your son like that was the first time I I got that question I'm like no it's for me uh, <laughs> and they go okay <laughs> like I bought the Star Wars blaster for me <laughs> this is my toy my toy. <laughs> My life! Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. And that's when I jumped behind the stuck pig and went, wee, wee, wee. Yeah. I'm going to come all the way home. <laughs> I scarred those kids for life. <laughs> <laughs> Making memories of Disney. Yeah. So, you know, I, 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 I think that's, I think it's an accurate article. I really do. I mean, you know, of course, though, I, I feel though that Disney paid for that article. I really do. Like, I'm like, I'm Someone's like, in the office going, yeah, how are we going to? A uh, new study? Put Disney. How much do you need? To, well, we'll conduct this study. Get 1,200 people. Get, give me 1,200 fatties. <laughs> hey, yeah. Well, you guys like the free trip to Disney? Hey, look, we made him live a little longer. Write an article about that. That's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and it's... That's kind of true. You, 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 go, you go Disney practice, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah Disney just a little behind the scenes going, huh, now you're going to make them all well. I'll let them live forever. Ha, 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 ha. Bathe on the souls of my victims. <laughs> this will feed the Disney ice block. Oh, <laughs> <clears throat> well, that's all I got, Ed. All right. Sounds all right. Good. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. If you haven't already guessed, you've been listening to Geeksters. People are like, no. <laughs> I'm listening to this crap. Fuck, I thought I was listening to R- NPS or NPR. <laughs> RPS. RPS. I don't know. P, B, and J. I thought I was listening to that. 
those two guys are nutty. I think there is a PBJ <laughs> and they're all they're kind of nutty, and they always find themselves in a jam. But on bumps. That's the quality entertainment you're getting paid to listen to. <laughs> wait, wait, who's paying? <laughs> you know, we, we give it away. We give this shit away for free. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Free. Free. Uh, well, you can thank us for all this fun and entertainment by going to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Or follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. But if you want to contact Ed on anything, anything at all, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior! <laughs> wait for it? Apparently it's running slow today. Uh, wait for it? Excelsior? <laughs> that was awful! That was uh- wonderful! Award-winning entertainment right there, folks. 